0: Hello, hello, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see you. A few of the early birds up and at it. Awesome to see, Aaron. Good morning, mate. Kevin, all the way from Florida. Good to see you, mate. The uh, one or two Facebook users in behind the veil in the Facebook groups. Good to see you, morning, whoever that is, Luke. There too. Morning to you, mate. Got Danny. We've got Catherine. Good to see you. Hey, welcome along, folks. Thanks for joining this morning. Good to see you here. If you don't already know, Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that. But uh, if you're new, if you're wandering by and you've uh, bumped into us and wondering what this Wealth Coffee Chat is all about, well, folks, um, this is where we catch up, have a bit of a conversation, a Wealth Coffee Chat, a chat over coffee about what is going on in the property market, property world. Uh, investing, ideas, pontifications. I've been investing in real estate in Australia and New Zealand over 20 years. Been helping many property investors, maybe just like yourself, buy properties. We've helped them buy over 10,000 properties actually in 20 years. That's pretty cool. And along the way, we've learnt one or two things and uh, get to share that with you each morning. It's always nice to understand that, uh, you know, Things are normal. What problems are normal, what problems are abnormal, and things you should pay attention to, and maybe things you should just ignore. Sadly, unfortunately, things you can't ignore are our number one menace. And uh we've got a few sayings around here. When it comes to the idea of property investing, there's things a marathon, not a sprint, it's gonna take time to build your property portfolio, folks. And uh, I like the idea of just buying a good property and just keeping the down thing. Uh however. However, there are unfortunately, directly or indirectly, whether you have a tin fat, tin hat tin foil hat theory on it or it's just the way it is. Um, often, many others don't want you to uh, end up financially uh, free or well off, and uh, they do some things that get in the way. One of those, one of those groups of people. Who are getting in the way, who tend to get in the way, are politicians. They absolutely love to mess with you and me and our financial well being uh, because they're maniacs, absolute maniacs, all of them, doesn't matter who they are. Uh, But we've got to be smart enough to manage, navigate, to take care of ourselves in a way and take care of some others who can't take care of themselves as well. But anyway, there you go. Hey, today, we're going to talk about. Uh, I thought I'd talk about something. Last night we had our uh, mentoring night, and one of the uh, one of uh, our students asked about the rent to build world, rent to build, and uh, they said, uh, "Well, you know, I'm worried about this rent to build world. This rent to build stuff, build to rent. Sorry, build to rent." You know, will it oversupply the market? Is there all of these properties and homes coming? You know, 1.2 million homes. Let's build it. Go, folks. Um, Well, let's talk about that this morning, hey? Let's talk about that this morning. Quick, uh, we'll do some quick hellos to Steve. How are you, mate? Morning, Alison. Sonia, good to see you. Friedrich. All right, there we go. Whoever is that one, right? right. So what do you think, team? Tell me in the chat. Um, What do you reckon? You reckon the government will build in Need to and have a bit of a look at, right? All right. Morning, Rose. Good to see you. So 1.2 million houses in the next, uh, in the next, yeah, no way exactly. All right. So, you know, do you have to be worried about the market being oversupplied? I don't think so. I think there's very little chance of that happening uh, in general, very little chance, if any, of that happening in general. And most likely, even if it it was possible to build these homes and these properties, they're going to be in places and spaces that you're not going to want to live or... You shouldn't be buying properties, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, okay, as we go along. 1.2 million homes in the next five years, supposedly, absolute dreaming. Anyone seen the movie The Castle? Tell them they're dreaming. Tell them they're dreaming, right? (laughs) They're dreaming. However, here's a few things that uh, the government's trying to do. You know, already, already, they have thrown out the the, uh, the rules when it comes to, you know, property investing. You and I as property investors been, uh, you know, been supplying the market with properties for a while. You know, we pay our taxes, we pay our stamp duty, we, we, we produce GST, we pay our land taxes, you know, uh, and uh, they say, well, you know what, that's not good enough for us. We're going to uh, give away money to big institutions, um, you know, going to reduce land tax. We're going to give you better loans, you know, all sorts of stuff, right? So the latest and greatest is that, uh, you know, right now uh, the government's proposing proposing that they give uh, the developers and each of the states a bit of a bonus to try and, you know, boost this up. And, uh, you know, here's some of the ideas, right, Um, they okay, go okay, we think over the next three to five years, the apartment cycle will improve. Yes, it will improve only very slightly, I would think, and uh from almost decimation, almost zero you you guys saw one of the um one of the charts Sam showed last night. How can you not improve? You can't go any further backwards you can't you can't go past zero, folks, you know some of these things. What is not being talked about is where we are right now. You know the number of projects that got delivered in Melbourne and Brisbane and Sydney, absolutely, you know, uh, completely, and um, like completely decimated the supply chain. Now check this out. Here's something that I'm thinking: Fuck me! Look at this. Like, excuse the French, but seriously, you know, they the government just caused probably one of the biggest, the biggest problems ever in australia's construction history by throwing free money at everyone everywhere uh during the pandemic right we've ended up with inflation out of control we've ended up with debts everywhere um and uh it didn't fix the housing problem did it folks did it fix the housing problem no all right we spent billions and billions uh of our money your and my money on taxes to try and stimulate the economy. It didn't work. It actually imploded it, and I'll show you how that happened in a minute. And then now our, uh, now our debts are up, and, uh, you know, they want to charge you more taxes for, for, for that sort of stuff. But here's, here's the drill, right? Here's what's happening. Oh, We're going to throw money at these buildings, and uh, we think we should give, you know, some grants, maybe some rent subsidies per uh, dwelling that they built. So they're talking about giving $10 billion to rent subsidize these buildings uh, now. <laughs> like an, Unbelievable. Anyway, that, no land tax. Don't charge them land tax. Uh, you know, uh, finance reductions, you know, discount leasing, whatever it might be, right, uh, increase the density. You know, don't worry, don't worry about the rules anymore. Don't worry about the regular developer who's followed the rules and, um, and uh you know, done that for years, so we can make sure we look after our our uh neighborhoods and the impact or whatever you know we'll just chuck extra density bonuses uh on top like you know um create more density for these for these people now um now what what year is it right now it's twenty twenty three you know they're talking about twenty twenty six this is a long way away, folks you know is it going to happen and you've got you know, companies like Mitsubishi, oh, I thought they built cars. Oh, they are going to have a crack? You know, I think there's going to be a problem here, all right? Is this going to be possible? Is it possible? And let's have a talk about this. Is it going to be possible? <clears throat> and if they can build these properties, which they won't be able to, um, you know, let's have a look at where they're going to be if that's the case. Right now, if you look at our population um, it, that's growing really strongly and will continue to grow our bigger issue is we don't have enough people uh, for the jobs. So, you know, the, the government is uh, very aggressively uh, open, opening the borders to people with money and people with skills coming into the country. But you have a look at our supply right now, you know, maybe 170,000, you know, properties across the country if you're lucky. Um, that's the completions. And, you know, the population, just a new population, folks, you know, of – 350, 370, 400,000. You know, you can see a gap already. Mad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Woolworths is going to build. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, how, 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 anyway, how do you guys think that that's going to go with the quality of our buildings and, uh, you know, the long term viability of that sort of stuff? Now, this is pretty interesting. I saw this the other day. 2041. Now, that's not that far away, folks. That's, you know, 20 years for some of us, you know, 20 years doesn't feel that far. Or maybe, I don't know. Does 20 years feel like a long time? When you're younger, it feels a lot longer. But when you're a bit older, you're like, yeah, I can see that around the corner. You know, have a look at this, folks. Like that is, you know, that's close to 40 million people right there where we are, not far away. And this additional, you know, is only 175,000 people compounding every year, um, plus a natural increase. Uh, in population growth as well. You know, pretty interesting when you think about that piece of uh, population. Where are we now? 26 billion. Very easily that's going to march on. And that's not a large increase every year, folks. That's not a large increase every year. So, you know, are we going to be able to build these things? Well, I don't know. Where are we going to get any builders from? You know, we've had unfortunately, very, very sadly, a... Uh, the worst construction collapses I've ever seen in my 20 years. And from what I can tell from other uh, industry uh, experts that I know who've been around longer than me, they've said that this has been the worst in Australian history Uh, they've ever experienced. Builders having some challenges and problems. I'll tell you what the government should be damn well doing. They should be taking care of the builders that are already under construction, already building buildings, folks. Are you kidding me? has an idea. Let's chuck money into a pretend future, which is in 2026, which won't even bloody work, when we've got builders everywhere uh, going broke. We'll go and look after them. They didn't do this. You guys did this, government, right, uh, out of control, spending money like drunken sailors, didn't want to make hard decisions. And uh, and now these builders are trying to do what they, what you want them to do, which is build buildings, and uh, you're leaving them high and dry. What a joke! What a joke! And then and then you probably want to tax them, and then when they're going broke, you you're chasing them for money that they owe you that they shouldn't have had to owe you because you stuffed that up in the first place. What a joke! Anyway, I'm a bit bit cranky about that, right? But you know, let's have a look at this. You know. Master Builders uh, came out with their own report. They they do good stuff. The Master Builders, and um, you know the lowest, the lowest they've seen in ten years. Right? So, are they going to be able to build one point two million homes? No, seriously. Who? Th- and and this is the thing. This is the thing, folks. They're talking shit. They're talking absolute rubbish. Uh, not going to happen. Now, if they were able to build them. If they were able to build them, would that uh, would that affect the property market? Okay, so where are they going to build them? They To make these buildings work, it has to be high density. What does high density mean, folks? Tell me in the chat, what's high density mean? Like what location is high density allowed? Like super high density in Australia. Chuck it in the chat for me. Where will these buildings be? Ladies and gents, put that in the chat for me. They'll be high-rise for sure, Matthew, certainly. Where are the highest of the high-rises? Yep, boom, in a city. Matter of fact, folks, it's the CBD. There you go, the CBD. Right, now, for you and I as investors, now, CBD, so they're going to be, yep, triple zero postcodes, exactly, Luke. Now, tell me, are, are any of you investing in CBD locations? No, you shouldn't be. It's a terrible place to invest. It uh, doesn't matter what they do in those locations, those triple zero postcodes, um, that will not affect the the surrounding areas which are completely restricted. And here's the thing that we've got to know as as investors, you know, even if this was possible, and it's going to happen, there's going to be a few buildings here and there, certainly not 1.2 million. Um, if Even if it was possible, it's going to be in CBD areas. Now, <clears throat> they're not going to oversupply the market uh, certainly when it comes to value, because to qualify for all of the, you know, tax deductions and benefits that that uh, these institutions are going to get, they have to retain those properties and rent them as affordable housing or whatever it is for 20 years, 20 years, folks, 20 years. So they're not going to be, those properties aren't going to be available on the open market. Okay. They're not going to be available on the open market. They're not going to be sold individually, um, et cetera, et cetera. So that's not going to happen. So will it affect our property prices, our values? The answer is no. Will it affect our rents? Well, the answer is maybe. Depends on how close you are to those buildings. It depends on what type of property you have. Now, what is the one thing that Sam has been talking about for a decade, the type of property we need to own into the future? Uh, chuck that in the chat for me. What's the type of property that you need to own into the future? And this um, this type of property is going to stand the test of time. Um, he talks about it all the time and his Forex growth strategies. Put that in the chat for me, folks. This is so important. Yeah. Boom, Luke, all over it. Flight to quality real estate. All right. Flight, flight to quality real estate. Now, that that means different things in different spots. Go and check out Sam's Forex growth strategy. If you want to have the best uh, the best protection mechanisms of growth and rental growth, yep. It doesn't necessarily have to be high end, Catherine, but it's called flight to quality, aspirational places. Places where when you make more money, you want to move to. It's the upgrade property. It's the next level property for you and your your life, right? The the aspirational real estate. Now, what do you think? You reckon uh, Woolworths and Mitsubishi and all of these properties, these these companies, are going to provide, uh, you know, all of these endless amenities? I can tell you, the buildings will look okay to begin with if they get built, and they won't get built for the right price. I can tell you that. What do you reckon? You reckon they'll maintain these high-quality properties with concierges and and, um, quality living forever and a day? No, they won't because the building, they don't get capital value growth out of that building. They only get rental value out of that building, all right? And what happens when um, you want to make more money or you want your shareholders to be happier? Well, you cut your costs, folks. You cut your costs. You can't put your rents up too far. The government won't subsidise that stuff forever. and uh, that you're going to have a bit of a challenge and a bit of a problem right so even if we got cracking you know Grolo reckons then they're a pretty big builder they can build 3000 that's a long way from 1.2 million um you know a long way from 1.2 million you know but one of the other big issues right now is you know the world of property investment trusts and the cost of commercial funding for these types of outcomes will make these buildings or these properties pretty hard to make work, folks, pretty hard to make work. Yeah. Residential rentals, unlike commercial rent, uh, are quite low, okay? The, the rental yield is quite low in comparison to commercial rent um, and it's, they're going to struggle to make these things work for investors, to people to invest in them, okay, um, or institutions to invest in them. And in Australia, they're going to struggle to build them. You and I know this. You and I know this. So, anyway, let's bring this together. Let's bring it together. Last but not least, since 1986, the most amount of properties ever we have, we have completed, ever, Australia's record history, record, the biggest record ever, right, is 230,000. 230,000. Folks the most amount of properties we've ever built in our entire uh existence in Australia when it comes to um you know our cities is 230,000 230,000 so let's say we could we could do that you know let's say we could do that 230,000 you know divide that by you know the 1.2 million that would be 5 years right that's 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 where they've plucked the number from see that that's where they plucked the number from, okay? Are we going to get there? Not a chance. Over 3,000 of our builders have gone broke. You know, we've got, uh, we've got um, massive commercial infrastructure projects going on, around on, on, you know, on, all around Australia. We've got the Olympics coming up in Brisbane, the mining booms taking off. You know, it's going to be extremely unlikely that that would happen. Maybe a 10-year trajectory, maybe 10 years if they're lucky. 10 years if they're lucky. 10 years if they're lucky, folks. And even if they do produce this amount of properties, how many people are we going to have coming into the country um, every year for the next five, maybe even longer years? Because this is a long-term plan. This is a short-term issue. Our population growth is a long-term plan. We're going to have 250 to 300 coming in every year anyway. We're already... A few hundred thousand properties behind, and they want to build 1.2 million in the future. Not going to happen, anyway. There you go. Bit of a ranty conversation today. Yes, we did have the com games, and now we don't. Let's uh, let's bring this back to us as property investors. You know, at the end of the day, is this something we need to be concerned about? No, we don't need to be concerned about it. It, It's not in direct competition with us uh, across the board. However, there may be an impact depending on the quality of the property that you've got and the location of a property that you have, um, you know. So into the future, we'll keep an eye on it. But, you know, right now, it's nothing to be concerned about. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, the government's infighting, the Greens are bloody being turkeys, you know. Uh, Dan Andrews is a maniac. You know, the government doesn't know what it's doing. So there you go. Um, There you go, folks. Anyway, that's it for me today. Um, Steve says, any plans for the regional cities? Yeah. Um, Not that I I am aware of when it comes to the high-density stuff, Steve. Um, But um, yeah, we'll see. Yes, Alison, <laughs> I'm with you. That's a cracking little deal, Alison. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. Unlock it. Unlock some equity. would be great. All right, folks. Well, listen, that's it. I'm done. Bit of a rant today. But anyway, the point is, are these 1.2 million homes going to be be delivered? The answer is no. Uh, certainly not in five years. Not a, Not a chance. And uh, let's face it. When the government gets involved, they stuff this up. They stuff it up. Tell me what project they've ever brought in on budget and on time. Name one. Does anyone know any project ever in government history that they haven't doubled, gone over by time and money? Joke. Absolute joke. Anyway, don't get me started again, Jason. You've got to finish. (laughs) That's it. We're done. All right, folks, that's it. Thanks for joining me today. Join me tomorrow if you're up for it. No, for another Wealth Coffee chat Um, and – Yeah, we'll do it again. As always, if you've got anything that uh, is on your mind, let me know in the chat. Give us a shout-out, something you might want me to uh, maybe have a conversation about. Happy to uh, have an opinion, a pontification, a conversation about something that might be out there. Anyway, folks, you guys, be awesome, be well. Remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint, takes time. Buy well, don't sell. Good quality properties rule. Anyway, there you go. Adios, folks. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.